So that'll be immediately after service on Sunday. I think that's pretty much it, huh? Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so we're going to be picking back up in the book of Revelation. <coughs> um, I think we landed uh, did, did we go through 15? No. So we got all the way to Revelation 15. Yeah, we read last week. We didn't end at 14. Maybe, yeah, because I, I read the he who sat on a cloud and thrust his sickle on the earth. Okay. And the earth was reaped. And we talked about that's the catching up. And, and he goes on to talk about it's obviously preparing those for the wrath. Um, again, I, I it's hard to tell if the reaping and the wrath is the spirit realm or on the earth. There's a lot of symbolism here. So, uh, but let's let obviously the wrath comes for sure. But uh, let's pray, and then we'll jump in. Holy Spirit, we need your help. Help or help. I, I, we need the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. This is you. You are the Word made flesh. This is the revealing of Jesus. Holy Spirit, your job, part of it is to reveal Jesus to us and make known the Lamb of God. So we pray you reveal Jesus in these pages and that we would love you and understand and unlock them by the Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, chapter 15. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. Again, how many know this is obviously in the heaven? He's saying in heaven. It's clear. So this isn't in the heavens, like visibly we're going to see it. This is in heaven, in, in, where God is. And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire. We know that's before the throne of God. Uh, and those who have the victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. They sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. For all nations shall come and worship before you. For your judgments have been manifested. After these things, I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. And out of the temple came the seven angels, having the seven, seven plagues. So again, he's still in heaven. Seven plagues, clothed in pure, bright linen, and having their chests girded with gold bands. Then one of the four living creatures, creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. You, you, I love this, too, because just like what happened on Sunday when, when the angelic started breaking out and you're like, you know, uh, again, people are like, well, don't worship, you know, angels, which we don't. But but the Bible just doesn't separate the angelic and God. There's not a separation. It's the wrath. Obviously, it's the wrath of God. But who hands it to the angels? It's a four living creature. It's an angelic being. It's, it's not it's not God. I mean, they. They perform God's command. God said, time for the wrath. Then they perform it. It's the same. No separation. Anyway, then it says, the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God. 
So if you've ever seen tangible smoke manifest in a room, you can, here it is right here in the Bible. If you ever need to know, is that God or not? If you ever start to see it, get like foggy in a room. Uh, the glory of God and from his power, and no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Chapter 16. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, go and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on the earth. I want to make it a point that many people will teach, and we're just going to read the word and see what it says. But many will say, this is seven days, this is seven years. How many of you know this could actually be simultaneous? Seven seconds. At one time. At one time. You know, one after another after it says, so the first went out, poured out his bowl upon the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped this image. I think it's very important that you notice that it says specifically that boils sores only came on who those who have the mark and those who worship the image, which implies what that there are people present who don't. Or it would just say on everybody. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't say that. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea. Bless you. And it became blood as of a dead man and every living creature in the sea. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the water saying, you are righteous, O Lord. It's cool that it says the angel of the waters. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. Where I told you, even in the book of Enoch, it, it teaches you there are angels over the over the um, elements, and, and it just it just is, man. Why why do you think that um, witches and uh, other religions and all those all the why do you think they have deities that are wrapped around the elements? Because there are principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in heavenly places that fell with Lucifer that are being worshipped. They're the spirit behind those things. But they're actually just created angelic beings that have, oh, again, I think Jude and, uh, maybe Jude, Enoch calls them wandering stars. They are, they have what, and what is he saying? Like a star that's been placed in its place, don't move. They have come out of their place and they're wandering and they're doing their own, they're being lawless. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. They're doing their own thing. And so it's just interesting you say the angel of the waters saying, you are righteous, O Lord. And it's so we know that at least we know the angel of the waters is for God. He's <laughs> like, he's like, yes, it's okay. And it's interesting. Look, they're they're pouring it out on the waters. And the angel who's over the waters is saying, yep, and this is righteous. It's not wrong with this. You're righteous, O Lord, the one who is and was and who is to be because you have judged these things. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and if you have given them blood to drink, for it is their just due. Look at look at that. Why is God turning the water to blood for the sake of the saints? Do you remember uh, when I pointed out the martyrs? And he says, O oh Lord, when will you avenge our blood? And he says, just wait, not until the number of the martyrs, your brethren, is fulfilled. So you have to wait until after the tribulation period that because the number of the martyrs will be fulfilled within the tribulation period, 
when they will come and they will kick open the door and your enemies will be those of your own household and they'll hate you and they'll chase you down and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. It says in Matthew 24. But you read clearly right here, this is the avenging of the blood of the martyrs. Why? Because the, the number of them have been fulfilled. And I want to go back real quick and read to you how verse 15 or chapter 15 started out. Uh, in verse 2, and I saw like a sea of glass mingled with fire, those who have the victory over the beast, over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on the sea, having harps of God. These are, man, I feel the Holy Ghost, these are the martyrs that are in from the tribulation period. Do you see? They overcame. They didn't take it, meaning what? Meaning they love, what did it say about them? They love not their lives even unto death. So they have died. There's, the number has been fulfilled. Then the wrath begins and you see it. And the third bowl pouring out is God specifically avenging their shed blood. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. So you see when we just read scripture that it interprets itself. Do you see? But why? Because the Holy Spirit is present to interpret it. It's very plain. You, you, does it make sense? I mean, I, I, didn't read, I didn't add anything to that. It's just word for word. Christians here during the tribulation period. Martyr. Boom. I told you, watch the martyrs. It's always a hinge point. And then here is God avenging that blood. For it is their just due, he says in chapter 16, verse 6 and 7. I, and I have heard another from the altar say, saying, even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. Like this is true and righteous. Number four, uh, fourth bowl. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and power was given to him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat and they blasphemed the name of God who has power over these plagues and they did not repent and give him glory. I, God goes out of his way to tell you that even in this, he's wanting men to repent. Mm -hmm. That even in this, God's heart is, you know, he's not like, yeah, I finally get to get him. You know, it's not his heart. He's like, even in this, they would not repent. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and his kingdom became full of darkness. And they gnawed their tongues because of the pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and did not repent of their deeds. There it is again. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. This is a super interesting um, kind of nugget for you for interpreting your dreams kind of a side note if you see a frog typically it represents an unclean spirit you see where it biblically references so if you see that in your dream typically that's what it it represents is an unclean or a lying spirit does that make sense mm -hmm. and so um so uh the euphrates is actually currently being dried dried up it's a fun fact Wow. And its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. 
I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons performing signs, which go out to the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they and they see his shame. So again, we're in the middle of plagues. We're, we're at. But this is a direct quote from what book and what chapter? Matthew. Matthew 24. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you correlate where we are, the sky darkens in Matthew 24, remember? And he said the kingdom comes full of darkness. Very similar to the plagues of Egypt, a lot of this that's going on. But, and, and again, it's, uh, how many know, shadows and types, Hebrew tells us. So were God's people present in Egypt when his wrath was poured out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, they were. Were they touched? No. no. All right, so super intriguing. So I want you to, I want you to remember that when we get into the next, the next few verses. Um, it's super interesting though, because uh, I want to catch it. I want you to catch that where he, he you remember, it takes all of scripture to interpret all of scripture. And, and right smack in the middle of all this stuff is happening, says, "Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame." Why would he say that right in the middle of? talking about the bowls of wrath if nobody was going to be here. Mm -hmm. And they gathered to them together at a place called called in Hebrew Armageddon. <laughs> Seven. The earth utterly shaken. And they gathered them together to a place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were noises and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as a mighty, such a mighty and great quake as had not ever occurred since men were on the earth. Now the great city was divided in three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Then every island fled away, and the mountains were not found, and great hail from heaven fell upon each men. Each hailstone about the weight of a talent, men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, since the plague was exceedingly great. Again, another uh, plague you see in Egypt. Uh, chapter 17. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. So now we're switching. And he, I want you to notice how Revelations has gone so far. Okay, You have seals and trumpets that have happened. All right, And typically in between these seals and these trumpets, if you've noticed, he stops, the Spirit stops, and takes John to a more specific event in time. Does that make sense? He stops and takes him to a different event. It, it, and it is not... It, it, it is not like saying clearly when these other events are taking place. They can actually be happening within any one of these times. Does that make sense? Right. 
Because he, he even took you to Christ's birth in the middle of it. Remember? He's talking. He's showing him all these things that are going to come to pass. Things that are going on in heaven. Things that are going on in earth. And then he stops and takes him back to the birth of Christ. I saw a sign in the heavens. Boom. Do you remember? And a child was born. And then it takes you to the church. And pretty much to where we are today. In the prophetic timeline. He goes all the way through it. And then boom. Then he's like, and then I saw in heaven the angels. Do you, I, I'm not saying that it is, but do you understand that this, the seals, the trumpets, and the bowls could all be happening like simultaneously? Mm -hmm. It never says they're not. I, I just want to make that point. I'm not saying they are. I just want to make the point is it never says they're not. All it says is, and then I saw, and there's different scenes within heaven. Mm -hmm. So we don't know. It does seem like, you know, because one, you're in the throne room, and the next, you're in the temple. Yeah. They're different locations. It's like not the same location. Does that make sense? Yes. Because mm -hmm. you see the throne and the lamb starts popping seals. Right? Yep. And then you see the angels with the trump. And then you see it's a different scene. So, man, if you don't know God can do whatever. I mean, you, you realize that God was moving today during worship. But you realize that there's how many churches in the world and God's moving inside those churches as well. Mm -hmm. Right at the same time. Right. He, like... <laughs> We can't be finite in our thinking when, yeah. when we're in one of the most unfinite books right. in the Bible. Like right. you understand, we cannot be right. closed-minded. We cannot. We can't look. This is very spiritual. Mm -hmm. We are all over the place. We're on earth. We're in heaven. In the spirit, I mean, it is going wild. Yeah. And if we don't slow down and read with the spirit, we'll miss it. Yeah. And that's why you got so many different opinions. Of this book. Because right, 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 right. people just went, oh, yep, it has to be this. See, my opinion's right. See what I've been taught all my life, it's right. Because we have a hard time accepting that maybe what we believed all our life was wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Which is interesting because before I got born again, everything I believed all my life was wrong. Was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you think being sanctified is going to be any different than getting saved? You think all of a sudden you get born again and magically you got it all figured out? It don't work that way. Yeah. It's a journey and a process because God is relational mm -hmm. and he enjoys the journey. Yeah. All right. <coughs> so here we are. Come, I'll show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters for whom the kings of the earth committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in this... In the spirit, listen to this. Listen to this right here. <laughs> Into the wilderness. Mm. What did we establish before that this word is? It's a foreign land. Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember when we were talking about the wings that came and picked her up and took her off to the wilderness? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he carried me away in the spirit. In to the wilderness, that landmass that he go back. He only references wilderness a few times. Do you see? Mm -hmm. Listen to this. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of the names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. So the woman is sitting on who? The Antichrist. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold, precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a, cup, a golden cup full of abominations and the filth of her fornication. 
And on her forehead is a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. So whoever this woman is will hate the church. We know it's a city. We know it's a city. We're going to see that in just a minute. But it's going to hate the church. Y'all think, think California hates the church? You better go read up on how New York is right now. Yeah. Better go read up on it. Because New York or California was like, yeah, if you do this, you'll get in trouble. But I ain't really heard of them locking nobody up. Kumo's like, if you do this, I will shut you down forever yes. if you open your church. Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. But the angel said to me, why do you marvel? Why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life. So wait, again, right here, I want to point this out, because there's many doctrine that says we'll not see the Antichrist rise. That will get raptured before that. But what does this say right here? Those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they see the beast that was and is and is yet and yet is. You see how he's opposite of Christ? The God who was and is and is to come. The beast that was and is not and yet is. Meaning what? He's nothing, yet he, he, he will exist. But really in the grand scope of things, he's nothing. But do you notice it says that all will marvel except those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. How many of you know your name's not written in the Book of Life until you get born again? You understand that, right? Yeah. All right. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. And again, this particular scripture is where the seven mountain doctrine comes from. A lot of them, this is like a key scripture, but you're taking a lot to get that doctrine, like a lot to say. Um, uh, anyway, we won't get into that today. But Seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as, as kings with the beast. A lot of people interpret this as nations and, and different people. and um, We won't get into that, but I already covered where I'm at with my top three and we went on all, all that. But anyway, so uh, these are of one mind and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These, listen to this, these will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, 
and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Then he said to me, the waters which you see where the harlot sits are people's multitude, nations, and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God has put it in their hearts to fill his purposes, to be of one mind, and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Where do the kings of the earth convene? The United Nations. Where is the United Nations headquarters located? New York City. Do you know what the the twin uh, towers, you know, they were destroyed. Do you know what they're called now? The One World Trade Center. So, you have rising what has been coined the New World Order. We live in what was called the New World. world. (coughs) There will be a One World Government, which, by the way, you know, was being pushed not too long ago for us, for this nation to become part of that government. Mm-hmm. That the answer to all the world's issues is we need a one world government. So, let's move on. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen. And has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every clean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of, of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Listen to this. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. The kings of the earth become rich through her. What else is in New York City? Just questions. I'm not preaching this. I'm just asking questions. We're just, just, just thoughts. Stock exchange. The stock exchange. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out of her, my people." Super interesting. Because notice she's being judged, yet his people are still present in the city. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Uh Least you share in her sins, and least you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached the heavens, and God has remembered her iniquities, rendered to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mixed, mixed double for her. In the measurement that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen, and I am no widow, and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord who judges her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. And the merch, so I mean, it says it happens in an hour. Quick. 
and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her. Listen, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. So like the main merchant place of the earth will at this point, which already is there. I don't see them like drastically just changing that, by the way. Um, merchants of gold and silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, pur purple si silk and scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble, and cinnamon, incense, fragrant oil, fragrant oil and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, bodies and souls of men. It's human trafficking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> the fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you, and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you, and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster, all who traveled by ship, sailors, and as many as traded on the sea, stood at a distance and cried out, when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like the great city? They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, the great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Super interesting. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found any more. The sound of harpists, musicians, flutists, and trumpets shall not be heard in you any more. No craftsman of any craft shall be found in you any more, and the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you any more. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you any more. And the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you any more. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your sorcery, all the nations were deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all who were slain on the earth. Yeah. So there'll be coming a great persecution will come out of this. That's why, again, I think that New York City will be, it may very well be the seat of the Antichrist. Think about it. Out of you came found the blood of the prophets and the saints and, and all who were slain on the earth right after this great tribulation period, this great... So it seems like the decrees are coming from there. Uh, again, my opinion, that is New York City. Um, other, other reasons, it mentions the woman. I think I mentioned the whore of Babylon. If you trace back the Statue of Liberty and the woman who stands on, I think she has the... I don't know if it's seven or ten horns off the top of her head. I see a great sea. You know, cup. the cup, you know, that he sees, he went, he, John wouldn't have known it was a torch, you know, um, the cup in her hand. And then you have, um, which, you know, the torch holding it up, she's holding the touch. So whether he would have or not, but um, if you, if you trace her back though, she was a prostitute in the 
life was. Well, she was, she's, she's Lady Liberty. Okay? Libertas is the Roman goddess. She is Columbia, who is the goddess of America. So she is the goddess of America. The District of Columbia is named after her. Just Google goddess of America. You'll find it. She is then, if you trace the lineage back, it goes her, from her to Libertas, who is a Roman god. And then from there, you can trace her back to, I think, one of the Greek gods. But then from there, it's to Babylon. And she is literally the goddess of prostitution. She is the whore of Babylon. You got it? Seven. Seven. So there's the seven. Yeah, listen, the Bisakiri, which has seven heads and ten horns. So anyway, um, the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. Anyway. Uh, heaven exalts over Babylon chapter 19 after these things I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God for true and righteous are his judgments because he has judged the earth the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Um, hold on a second. Yeah, so, um, I want to point out that, you know, we, we definitely know it's not, um, super interesting that, did you know the District of Columbia has the most human trafficking in the nation? Mm -hmm. It's the District of the Goddess Columbia, who is the Whore of Babylon, which is just, it's just super interesting. Um, she is, Liberty, she is, that's, it's her, it's Columbia. Um, but I, I just want to point out to you that Babylon has already been destroyed. The, the Babylon we read of in the Bible. It, it was destroyed um, years and years and years, thousands of years ago. But then it was also destroyed again. Do you know where Babylon is? It's in Iraq. There's nothing there. It's been destroyed. So it ain't that. We know it's not actual Babylon. So, um, But if you remember, all this is in the spirit. And this, because he speaks, he calls Jerusalem spiritually Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. So he's speaking in the spirit realm. Same thing with, it's saying this is spiritual Babylon. This is the mystery Babylon. Um, salvation, glory, honor, power belong to Jesus. True and righteous is judgments. He is judged. Uh, she's corrupted the whole earth with her fornication. He's avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again, they said, Alleluia, her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God, who sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. Then a voice came from the throne, saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, and those who fear God, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, do we want to go here? So do we want to go here? Oh, 
what y'all think? Y'all want to wrap it up this week? It's 8.45. Hey, Brett. Uh-huh. Questions? You know, when when they say, um, and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints, mm -hmm. and then um, he, he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about the mass grave of all the people that were killed in the by the just the the virus COVID yeah. and how they had just opened up a mass grave and how many saints that they killed and even the nursing homes, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, and even unknown yeah. those unknown children that have been killed through human trafficking and, yeah. and those kinds of you know, just things that have happened that have traumatized. Yeah, sure. And it's happened in New York. Yeah, well, you got to remember too. Who 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 else came out of New York that's involved with human trafficking? Oh. She was a senator there, wasn't she? Hillary. Oh. Hillary, yeah. <laughs> also, Pizzagate stems from New York yeah. and goes right to Washington D.C. Yeah. Mm. Where are the Podestas from? I don't know. They're part of all that. Yeah. All that stuff's coming to life, man. Do you know that he was a chief, the former chief of staff? Isn't that crazy? John Podesta was a former chief of staff. For Bill Clinton. And he had, have you seen the art that came, that was in his house? There's literally a goat demon and a sheep demon. I don't know if it's a sheep. They're like, no, it's a goat and a ram. And they have like they're walking upright, and they've got cages on their backs with little children in them. Flipping sick. That's <laughs> twisted. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's from Chicago, Illinois, but um, <laughs> that building's in New York as well that uh, was purchased. By <laughs> the what? The six 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 building. Yeah, the six 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 building, by the way, is in New York. So, and he was the counselor to President Barack Obama. Yeah. You, you, you can't convince me that they didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Wendy, Wendy Alec from England wrote years ago, um, she was a prophet, a prophetess. She was there's a web between New York and Washington. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, it has to be. It's money. All the money's flowing out of New York and Indy, North New York. Mm -hmm. All of it comes in and out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. You wanna you wanna finish next week or you wanna pick up? Cause we're at a we're at a pivotal point. Whatever you want to do. You want to finish next week? Oh. Yeah. So let's do some more Q&A. We got, we got, all we got is two chapters, but they're really good chapters. Yeah. And it's the coming of the Lord. Yeah, let's wait. So we can I'd rather that. take some time to talk yeah, about the new earth and the new heaven because there's some doctrinal <coughs> issues there where people think that the earth is going to be redeemed and it's not. It's going to be destroyed. Yeah. And we'll, we'll deal with that um, next week. We'll take time on it. But well, right now, let's. Yeah, good. Cool. God, I pray. I thank you for these people right here. 
cream of the crop, Lord. Hungry people that just ain't playing church. They're really after you. They want to know you in your fullness, God. And I pray you do that. Me first, too, Lord. I mean, just let us know you. I pray that we would walk in truth and not the spirit of error. God, the spirit of error is so present in the earth. He's working overtime right now, trying to deceive the minds of many. God, you said that even in the last days, the elect, it's possible that they be deceived. God, I pray you would help us stay so close to you who is truth that we'll see right through every error. God, I pray for a divine grace, Lord, to walk boldly and proclaim your name in this earth, God. That we be counted worthy, God, of persecution, Lord. That you just put us in positions to speak up, God. I pray right now you'd stir that up. Lord, we know and we'd be at work because night is coming when no one can work. Night is coming. But it is still daylight and there is still time to work. Stir it up, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Love y'all.